Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hey everyone, welcome to Let's Get Civical. This is the podcast that breaks down politics, government structure, and dives into the context of current events, but in a super fun way. I'm Lizzie Stewart, comedian, feminist, and political junkie. And I'm Arden Walentowski, former Senate intern, campaign staffer, and political strategist. In this episode, we're talking about the Alien and Sedition Acts of 1798. So grab your freedom of speech. And let's get civical. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Let's Get Civical. I am Lizzie Stewart. And I am Arden Walentowski. And I have to say, when you sent over the notes for this episode, the only thing that my email previewed was the words, the alien. Oh. And I thought, oh my God, she's done it. She's lost her ever-loving mind. Yes. We're doing an episode on aliens. <laughs> and then I opened I opened the document, and of course, the rest of it said, and Sedition Acts of 1798. Right. So very right. different. Very different. Yes. But um, no, for a moment there, I was mm-hmm. gearing myself up to talk about the U.S. involvement with aliens. <laughs> You're like, we're talking about SETI, which actually, now that I think about it, we should talk about SETI because it is, it is an actual program that we really pay for. There's a lot to talk about. That I would Area 51, really... that's government. Oh my God, that's government? Wow. Wow. Just saying. Wow. Somebody does have a birthday coming up. I have a birthday coming up, so maybe that's the gift to me. What nothing says you're 30 like an episode on Area 51. <laughs> but like we've talked about, you will never be 30 to me. You will always be 24 and to 27. In that and range. I will appreciate that forever. Yeah. I yeah. That makes total sense to me mathematically. Absolutely. Because then by extension, I will always be, you know, 32. That's just how that math works. So if I can keep you frozen in time by remaining in my 20s, I'll do it. I mean, it's a heavy lift. Gosh darn it. I'll do it. But what what are friends and co-hosts for? Exactly. But no, we're not talking about aliens today in the, uh, uh, what do you call it? The um, outer spacey sense. No. We're talking about... Aliens, which is a term I do hate when used in this way. I think it's such a bizarre and we we used it. We don't use term. it in this way anymore. But we do. No, we do. Do we use a- it? Like the word alien is still 
used to uh, to mean like refer to like people uh, like non-Americans, right? Right. Usually in the context of like trying to get citizenship. I know because I know a couple of people who have applied for citizenship. Oh, right, like been, a like a know. resident alien card or something yeah, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. An alien with uh, like talent or something. That's what a, what a lot of artists. The type of I forget what it is, but it's yeah, like extraordinary yeah, yeah. talent. It's <laughs> what the visa is called that a lot of artists apply for An who are not from this country. But yeah, it's it's a bizarre a bizarre term that mm-hmm. I don't enjoy the use of. But we are talking about the Alien and Sedition Act of 1798, which is something that I know I learned this in primary school. Oh sure, but I don't remember the full like nuts and bolts of it all no i do not i did not recall i remember thinking it was bad like when yeah. i when i because it's the anniversary of of, course. of of you know they, yeah we're they, not just doing this just for fun we no, have not, this is not just for funsies it was now they were they were um like now is the time that they were passed and happening mm-hmm. um uh but yeah, when it came up in the the calendar of things, I was like, oh yeah, I think those were bad. <laughs> like that was my initial gut re- reaction. I think those were bad. I don't think I'm supposed yeah. to like those. Maybe we should relearn about those. What happened with yeah, that? Yeah, these were bad. Yeah. These, were, these were not great. No. Uh, this is a post-independence. Yes. U.S. So this is when U.S.Fresh... Freshly minted by John, 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 and the goat. Uh, And now now we're like starting to have to deal with being a country and running a country. And part of that is making bad decisions. Yep. (laughs) And making uh, crazy decisions. And I think this is probably one of them. Mm -hmm. So uh, before we jump in to what the devil this act is... Do you want to talk about resources? Sure. So history.com. And also the, the place where I got the idea. I mean. You love the gift, her. The gift that gives always. 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 PBS.com. Or Love. She's an org. She's an org. She's an org, org, honey. She's an org. She is I a non-profit. Non-profit. Oof. Yes. Um, and the Bill of Rights Institute. Ooh, love yeah. this one. Yeah. We've, we've used this source before, and yeah. I do think it's great. She is. She is great. Okie dokie, then. So let's start with the basics. What were the Alien and Sedition Acts? So that's plural. This is a couple of things that were passed that were a little questionable. So this is the backstory. The Alien and Sedition Acts were a series of four laws passed by the U.S. Congress in 1798 during the administration of uh, Never Had a Hug President John Adams amid a widespread fear that a foreign war against France was imminent. John Adams, short little guy, freaking out. And the old Oval Office, which is not yet a thing, but freaking out, being like, the French are coming for Mm -hmm. us, so let's get some crazy legislation passed to prevent this. Right. 
Little did he know, fast forward, what, 200 years later, what a Ooh. joke people would think. L-O-L. I mean, and I love the French. I love all things I mean, French. Love the French. I am a huge Francophile. But now, I mean, like, the joke right now, you know, is that people, like, the joke about the French is that they don't fight, right? Like, that's that's the joke. Yeah, right, yeah. Like that. <laughs> yeah, they don't fight. Uh, I also, it's just like... I just would love for him to see the relationship now where like France is just, we're so buddy, buddy with France Yes, and him be like, how, how could you betray me like this? How could you do that? The French love the French. Shout out to our French listeners. I know you're out there. We love you so much. And to all we my are French not friends, John Adams. I love you and I miss you. Bonjour. <laughs> Au revoir. S'il vous plaît. Merci. <laughs> okay, enough of my French. The laws, which remained controversial to this day, restricted the activities of foreign residents in the country and limited freedom of speech and of the press, particularly when it was critical of the president or the government. So it's so bizarre, and you can see immediately why this is controversial. Number one, one of its main things that it's trying to accomplish is literally preventing the First Amendment rights of foreign residents. Right. The whole the whole thing that we just fought a gosh darn war over, a GD war, we are doing now to foreign residents we're like we're no better than the british no no better and then the fact that like you can't you can't talk shit about john adams honey thy ego is too small yeah thy ego is as small as thy height i know i feel like when we talk about trump and how he never had a hug i feel like i feel like this feels a little trumpian to me do you know what i mean sure you know Well, that's why it's so, I mean, it's just bizarre of like, you can be critical. Right. Like being critical is not infringing on somebody's rights. Right. You can say whatever you want to say. Right. And if you can't stand up to mean words, then like, really? That's what you're afraid of? Come on. Don't let the haters get you down, John. Come Don't on. let the haters get you're the you're the president of the United States. Come on. Don't let the haters get you down. Yikes. Yikes, my yikes. During a two-week period starting on June 18th, 1978, the majority Federalist Congress passed the four acts collectively, and they were known as the Alien and Sedition Acts. The Alien Act comprised two separate acts: the Alien Friends Act which empowered, <laughs> this is so crazy, so which nuts. empowered the president to deport any alien whom he considered dangerous. And then the second act, the Alien Enemies Act, which allowed the deportation of any alien who hailed from a country at war with the United States. Could you imagine if we had this now? <laughs> Trump would have sent literally everybody away. Like, oh, totally. Nobody, totally. Would have, nobody would be here. It's so, it's also just like reminds you, and I joke about it all the time about how small this country was. The fact that there was an act that was like, if the president can personally choose you 
to deport because it's literally John, 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 and John and the goat. So you better watch your backs, mm-hmm. guys. Because the Alien Friends Act lets me get rid of you. Mm-hmm. Let's me get rid of you. Also, bad titles. Friends and enemies. Like, guys, come on. This is middle school titling. Middle school. Frenemies. Frenemies. So those two acts comprise the Aliens Act. Then the Sedition Act authorized the punishment of any person authoring or printing, quote, false, scandalous, and malicious writing, end quote, against the Congress or the President, which was intended to, quote, defame or bring them or either of them into contempt or disrepute, or to excite against them the hatred of the good people of the United States, end quote. Y'all. They're literally <laughs> saying you can't talk shit. Mm-hmm. You can be thrown in jail for talking shit. I would, I would literally be oh my God. stoned. Mm-hmm. You would- Stoned. You would never leave jail. No. I love talking shit. Are you joking? Are you joking? Who doesn't love talking some shit? It's healthy. Get it out. I love talking shit. Oh my God, it's the best. It's It's the the best. best. Yeah, 1798, not my year. Not my year. Let's talk about some background because these things did not happen in a vacuum. Sure. They sure. How did we get here? How, did, we, how did France become enemy number one number? in the span of like 20 years? Right. Number one. Mm-hmm. So some background on the world at the time. On March 2nd, 1797, the Directory of France issued a decree authorizing French warships to seize neutral American vessels. Ooh. I know. Scandal. The decree was made in retaliation for the 1795 Jay Treaty that the United States signed with Great Britain to resolve British seizures of its ships. Okay. It's all about like, you can't, we're taking your ship. No, you can't take that ship. No, we'll kill yeah, we'll yeah, take yeah. this ship. Like, it's all, it's all. France is basically paying back. Right. Like getting a little payback for yes. the U.S. being all buddy-buddy with Great Britain. Right. Which like I get. Like right. to be fair. To be fair, to be fair, fair is what I'm saying. To be fair, we are not 20 years out of the Revolutionary War in which France literally came in clutch. Right. The reason why we won that war. Right. And And now the U.S. is turning around and being like, oh, oh, we're going to be okay with them. I'm with France. I'm yeah. pissed. They, they, France totally helped us out, totally helped us win the war against the Brits. And now we're like, no, we're, we like the Brits now and we're not going to help you, France. And France yeah. is like, uh, the fuck you? What? what? Pardon? What? Moi? <laughs> Excusez-moi, por favor? No. Excusez-moi? That might be the episode title. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. Sometimes we it's hit fun. it on the nose. Then on May 16th, President John Adams addressed a special session of Congress calling for a naval buildup and the creation of a provisional army to mobilize the country for war. So he's scared of the French. 
Yeah, I mean, it's really been two weeks, and he's like, right. "We let's bulk up. Let's bulk up. We let's bulk, bulk up." up. This is, no, like not even a not even a semblance of like, let's try to solve this diplomatically. Right. No, <laughs> we like, have been allies, right? Like Thomas Jefferson is still alive. Send him back over to France. <laughs> he loves Send France. Ben. Send him. Ben Franklin over. Have him have like a couple of a couple of sessions of a couple of hot sex. Yep. And like get this done. Yep. Like literally go and talk to them. But instead, John Adams is like, we I need get I need an army. Right. Also, could they're you gonna ima- take our ships. I need could, an army. Could you imagine if we were like, let's bulk up every time we were like, I have a feeling somebody's mad at us. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling somebody's mad at me. Let me get my AK 47s. <laughs> no, if somebody's mad at me, I'm usually pretty upset about it. But it's been a really long time since somebody's been mad at me. Like yeah. Mad? Mad? Yeah. Yeah, no. I hope nobody's mad at me right now. If you're currently mad at me, oh my God. Yeah. I don't even I don't even know what to say. I know. That would be so shocking to find out that somebody somebody's was mad. mad. Yeah. Yeah. So, all so, that to say, all that John to Adams, say. I think this is an overreaction. It's an overreaction. It's an overreaction. But however, Congress agreed to the bulk up. Sure. Cuz they did. They do. The French seized 300 American merchant vessels before the first of the year. So the America bulked up and the French were like Thanks. Thanks for the ships. Thank you. These are mine. These are mine now. Thank you. Mine, mine, mine. Thank you so much. The United States, therefore, was engaged in an undeclared quasi-war with France. Sure. There's nothing like an undeclared quasi-war. This nation's history is riddled. That's all we do. With quasi-wars that Mm -hmm. were undeclared. Mm Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Adams sought a peaceful solution and dispatched negotiators to Paris. Ah, look. Oh. Diplomacy. Uh, yeah, why can't we why start can't with we that? Why can't we start with diplomacy? Yeah, let's go. Just start with diplomacy. This diplomatic initiative resulted in the XYZ affair. That's that's what I learned. Yeah. And I, and this always stood out to me as a kid learning about the XYZ affair Mm -hmm. because it always made me think of, um, like somebody's, uh, fly being down. Yes. The zipper. I thought of. Yeah. The zipper, the zipper's down. XYZ. XYZ. Which like, what the fuck is that about? I don't know. XYZ because your, your fly is down. Like also why is it called a fly? What's the deal with zippers? I know. And this is why we learned nothing in school because they would say things like XYZ affair and you're sitting there and you're like, XYZ affair. Why is it called a fly? Where do flies fly? come from? Where do they fly yeah, off to? Yeah, why is it just why called a zipper? Not? And like suddenly it's you're so far afield of yeah. what they're talking about in school and you're like, this is why I don't know anything about what <laughs> XYZ affair. It's so silly. It's so it's silly. Like, I Like pointing at somebody and being like, XYZ. And them knowing that their zipper's down, it's like, oh my god, we used to do that. It's, we used to I, do the that. The fact that we don't do that in adult life 
says everything that needs to be oh said. God. Can you imagine if like you're walking around the office and somebody's like, Arden, X, Y, Z. I would, I would throw myself out a window. <laughs> if somebody X, Y, Z'd me now as an almost 30 year old woman. <laughs> do you think that kids do that today? Do you think that's part of their vernacular? I don't know. I gotta ask a kid. I'll find a kid and ask him. Let's find a kid. I wonder yeah. what their I like so. secret insidery things are now. Yeah. I'm so detached from the youth. I, I have know. no idea. I have no idea. On. No. God help them. Part of me really doesn't want to know. Yeah. It seems scary out there, and I don't know that I would want to yeah. be a kid right now. Mm-mm. I know. We're going to take a quick break for a little word from our sponsors. So this diplomatic initiative resulted in the XYZ affair, which was an incident in which the French requested bribe money and a multi-million dollar loan from the United States before they would even talk to the diplomats that Adams <laughs> sent over. So they're like, hey, yeah. we'll stop taking your ships and all of that. But first, before we will even talk about it, we want money, free please. money and we want loan money. Loan money, please. It, it's so brazen that I love it. It's really ballsy. It just proves to you how salty they are mm-hmm. at the fact that we've gotten so buddy-buddy with Great Britain in such a short amount of time. I get it. This is next level petty. Yeah. And nobody does petty quite like the French. It's so good. So good. So brazen. So this insulted the Americans who had gone over. Sure. And They're like, I mean, excuse me? Excuse me? Yeah. Also, we don't really have that much money. <laughs> what, uh, we money? have no money. <laughs> we have no money. We're like a brand new. We're 20 years yeah, old. We're I don't, talking don't about you money. have castles? Make your own money. You have, get a, take a loan out on the castle over there. So this insulted the Americans, which led to outrage in the United States and preparations to expand the war with France. So it had the you could say opposite effect. Sure. In sure. the American like, homeland just, that the French just fight intended. It out. Yeah. They're like, yeah. fuck it. Come on, let's go to war. Let's use our fists. Yeah. So let's talk about Federalist versus Democratic Republicans. Those are our two major political parties at this time. And as we said at the top, the Federalists are running the show right now. They've got Congress. They've got Yield John Adams, so they're really front and center. But the Democratic Republicans are not about to just sit idly by. So the foreign policy crisis and threat to American sovereignty and neutral rights resulted in a contentious partnership between the Federalists and Jeffersonian Republicans, a.k.a. Democratic Republicans, Like we said before, in the spring of 1798, the Federalists in Congress embargoed trade with France and expanded the army and the navy. Jeffersonian Republicans voted against these measures, hoping to end hostilities with America's sister republic and accused the Federalists of manipulating the crisis to turn federal government into a monarchy. Ooh, ooh, shots fired, shots fired. Shots fired. They're like, you're trying to just do really bold things right now 
all under the guise of like preparing for war against this enemy that's like you're building up to be really bad. This is France. We know France. Jefferson's like, literally, there is not a lady in France that I have not been between. Like, do not worry about France. I got it. Federalists, in turn, condemned the Jeffersonian Republicans for giving aid and comfort to the foreign enemy and for welcoming revolutionary anarchy to the United States. They're such drama queens. That's like John Adams' attitude, like tenfold, being like, you are sleeping with the enemy. How about that? How about that? How about that? The resulting war fever made President Adams popular and led the Federalists to shut down opposition to the war. People love war. They really do. The partisan rift was part of an ideological struggle over America's foreign policy that contributed to a partisan split at home and a debate over civil liberties in the New Republic. So now we're getting to the Alien and Sedition Acts, and this is why things are getting a little dicey. The Federalists passed the Naturalization Act, which extended the naturalization period for immigrants, most of whom became Jeffersonian Republicans, from 5 to 14 years, thereby preventing immigrant men from holding, from voting or holding office during that time. So it used to be after five years, you're a citizen. Now the Federalists are like, we're going to make it 14 Mm -hmm. because most of you are Jeffersonian Republicans and we don't want you sort of tipping the scales in their favor. Right. So it's kind of like a little OG voter suppression. Oh, yeah. Love to see it popping up so early. Voter suppression, a little like three-fifths compromise. Let's let's keep the people where we want to keep them and not count people we don't want around. That's Right, right. People who think like us are Mm -hmm. good to be counted. People who don't are not good to be counted. Exactly. A mindset that exists still today. How fun. How fun. We've come not that far at all. Not that far at all. The congressional power to establish rules for naturalization was found in Article 1, Section 8, Clause 4 of the Constitution. Federalists warned that immigrants from places like France or Ireland remain steadfastly devoted to their native lands and could not immediately become U.S. citizens. So they're like, they're too loyal. Mm -hmm. They're too loyal to their country. And so we can't have them being citizens of our country if they're still like Perot- France, or which I think is hilarious, pro Ireland. Ireland, I know. Now they're mad at Ireland. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, no shade to Ireland. Love Ireland, but like, not a crazy big player in this time no. period. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what are the Irish gonna do? Like, I know. It's. I think they're chill. Yeah, like they they've got like no real skin in this game, so I don't. Yeah. Like, what's the Leave beef? Leave them out of this. What's the beef? Moreover, these immigrants might encourage war with Great Britain, a country seen as the enemy of the Irish, sure, and at war with France. And so, because of all of these factors, President Adams signed (laughs) the naturalization bill into law on June 18th, 1798. Not a cute look. No. John. No. Not a cute look. Not a cute look. 
No, they're and like it's so crazy that he's so uh, weirdly uh, pro the the Great Britain at I this know. point. It's so right, it's so bizarre. It's so bizarre because it's fairly soon after the war. I mean, yeah, it's twenty it's, less than twenty years. Right, Everybody's yeah. still alive. Everybody's still alive. The crazy thing is that Great Britain is like, yeah, yeah, cool, cool, yeah, yeah, we're friends. Yeah, now. for sure. For sure. Well, Great Britain's sure. really killing it there because now they're like okay the u.s and is gonna also fight france love to see it right 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 you know the u.s is also like the basically they're becoming allies and so their enemies are great britain's enemies mm-hmm. right they're like sure right 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 sure you can help us fight our enemies because now that we have shared enemies sure be on shared our enemies. side now you're clearly yeah. strong help us yeah Sure, come on over. Help us fight this here Frenchman. Yeah. But obviously, the big problem with the Alien and Sedition Acts were their questionable constitutionality. For sure. (laughs) For sure. They were not constitutional and not great laws, and there were many problems with them. So there were... So uh, one of the... There were, there were court cases about them. Um, a guy named Matthew Lyon, who was a Republican congressman from Vermont, became the very first person tried under the new under the new law in October of 1798. He was tried for violating the Sedition Act. Sure. A grand jury indicted Lyon for publishing letters in the Democratic Republican newspapers during his reelection campaign that showed, quote, intent and design, close quote. To defame the government and President Adams, among other charges. <laughs> sure. I bet he was like, these guys suck. And right. they were like, that's sedition. That's sedition. He was like, that's don't sedition. over them. You can't vote say for that. me. I don't you can't suck. Don't say that. Don't say that. Lyon acted as his own attorney and defended himself. Hell yeah. <laughs> no. Hell yeah. By Hell claiming yeah, he that. He's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Excuse me, what? <laughs> what? By claiming, he claimed that the Sedition Act was unconstitutional and that he had not intended to damage the government. He literally was just like, I'm, I'm campaigning. This is, He's like, do, you not, I'm campaigning. do you not understand elections and campaigning? This is campaigning. Where yeah. you say, hi, that guy, not good for you. Me? Not good for you. Good for you. Don't vote for that guy, vote for this guy. Yeah, I like how he's literally like, I'm, I'm, tr- I'm trying to get into the government. I'm right. Not, I'm not trying to. If I overthrow the government, right? I don't have. I don't have, I don't a, have a job, right? Do you not understand? Oh, okay, we don't understand. Uh-oh. Let me say it we another way. We don't understand. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he was, of course, convicted though, and the judge Obviously. sentenced him for sentenced him to to four months in prison and a fine of a thousand dollars. This poor Ooh. guy. I know. Yeah, it's a hefty sum. Yeah. Lion won re-election while sitting in jail, which is amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Hell yeah. Yeah. He would later defeat a Federalist attempt to kick him out of the house. Love this Go guy. Go off. This guy rocks. Love this guy. Another individual famously prosecuted under the Sedition Act was Democratic Republican friendly journalist James Callender. He was sentenced to nine months in prison for his quote, false, scandalous, and malicious writing against the President of the United States. He wrote articles from jail supporting Jefferson's campaign for president in 1800. 
in the year of 1800. After, Je after Jefferson won, however, Calendar demanded a government post in return for his service. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love the boldness. This was a time, literally, oh it's, it's pure anarchy. Like, yeah. the egos that were at play during this time so are astounding. Astounding. The fact that these men were, like, one was, one is over here basically saying, if you write anything bad about me or say anything mean, I'm going to throw your ass in jail. Then we have another guy being like, um, I wrote some letters in favor of you. Where's my cabinet <laughs> position? Like, these are our founding fathers, right, people. Right. This nation is founded over large and frail male egos. Yep. And honey, it shows. It shows. It shows. So, Calendar has demanded a government post in exchange for his unasked, uh, you know, it's not like Jefferson asked him to do this. Sure. So he's, he's asking for a government job when he failed to get one calendar retaliated <laughs> by revealing the first public allegations of Jefferson's long rumored relationship with an enslaved woman, Sally Hemings in a series of newspaper articles. Woo! So he outed his affair with, Literally, talk about TMZ, this guy. Right? Like, this guy. Jesus. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a shame. It's a shame that that information came out in the context of, like, oh, I'm going to get you back and not in the context of, like, oh, this is a profoundly disturbing right. situation that the president of the United States is in. But I'll take either way. You know? It's right. out. They got it. It came, came out. out. It came it out. It came out. Let us not forget. Right. So let's talk about the ramifications, the lasting impact of the Alien and Sedition Acts. The Alien Acts, unlike the Sedition Acts, were never used. Many of the French who had flooded the United States following the revolution left America not because they were deported, but because the country's atmosphere simply became too inhospitable for them. Yeah, everybody hates the French. They're like, I'm not staying here. You right. out of your mind. The Sedition Act, however, hadn't even been signed into law before its effects were felt. Several, several Republican newspaper editors softened their tone or eliminated offending material altogether. Other journalists outraged by the act and, and exercising the freedom of speech it forbid hammered away at Adams. They were like, hold my beer. You want somebody not to talk shit? I'll give you one better. I'm going to talk some shit. I'm going to talk some shit. As promised, they were met with fines and arrests. 16 indictments resulted from the Sedition Act, and five out of the six, and five out of six of the leading Republican papers were tried for libel. Benjamin Franklin Bakke, not to be confused with, uh, OG Benjamin Franklin, this is his grandson, and the editor of the Aurora was arrested, was one of those arrested under the Sedition Act and jailed, and he died awaiting trial. Can you imagine Benjamin Franklin, like, learning that your grandson has been imprisoned because of your literal next-door neighbor and colleague, John Adams? I, it would literally, honestly, it would literally to me be like you, Arden, 
jailing my grandchild. I would I would I would <laughs> roll up to your house and be like, oh the fuck? Yeah. The fuck? Uh-huh. We literally, John, John, we built a country together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is no small potatoes. We built a full ass country. We fought a full ass war. And instead of giving me a call and saying, hey, hey, can you ask your grandson to tone it down? My feelings are hurt. You're going to throw him in jail and he dies? That's on you, John. His blood is on your hands. Mm-hmm. Mm, no good. No good. All told, between 1798 and 1801, U.S. federal courts prosecuted at least 26 individuals under the Sedition Act. Many were editors, and all opposed the Adams administration. The prosecutions fueled furious debate over the meaning of a free press and the rights that should be afforded to opposition political parties in the United States. I mean, can you imagine if we still had these laws? I mean, I'm really glad that we came down on the right side of history on this one. Because it felt like we dabbled in this and firmly firmly decided that's bullshit. Yeah. And we really have, I mean, maybe we've wavered. I'm sure it's entirely possible. Oh, for sure. But I feel like, (laughs) right. But I feel like, no, like we firmly come down on the side of, we don't we don't do this like we don't jail people yeah. for speaking out. Yeah. You know, you, you We're you like can... the, this whole thing was about free speech. Right. Like this whole this whole fucking thing is about like this whole country is about this one thing. So if we stop or we try to like back away from that then who are we? Right. Who are we? And it's nice to have the precedent of like OG like 17 Hamanasha it basically coming to the realization of like, oh, this is not constitutional. I'm like, not even Clarence Thomas can argue with that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that is the end of our Alien and Sedition Acts episode. Watch what you say. Just kidding. Don't. Free speech, everybody. First Amendment. We love her. We love her so much. But... In the meantime, that is our episode. And oh, as always, so we love you so, so much. If you like what you heard, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Get Cevical. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to us. We love you so, so much, and we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye.